Welcome to the Gridiron Goodies Podcast. I am your host, as always, Stephen Scott. On today's episode, we'll discuss last night's NFL Honors Award winners, we'll preview the final showdown of the year, and then we'll wrap up with the last trip down to my best bets for the 2023 season, all coming up on this week's episode of the Super Bowl 58 preview. Now I'll be honest, I took this past week and a half and used it to completely check out of football for a bit. I tried to watch a little bit of the Pro Bowl festivities, but I just couldn't really get into it. I did like the kick-tack-toe, but I felt it was sort of half-assed when they panned to a bunch of empty seats. It's hard to get me invested when no one in that building is. Now last night on the other hand was the NFL Honors Award Ceremony, and while I did find this to be a bit of a snooze fest at times, I was financially invested, which helped keep my attention. And if you listened to my picks towards the midway of the season, you made some decent scratch too, just like me. Let's go ahead and recap the winners. Lamar Jackson did in fact come away with the MVP award as he was a true embodiment of what that award is for. His team truly went as he did. He played lights out all season and as a result his team made the playoffs. He played poorly in his last game and now his team is sitting on the couch as a result. I hate how this award always goes to a quarterback, but this one really does make sense. Next we had Kevin Stefanski taking home coach of the year for what he was able to do with a broken Browns team and most likely directly led to this next award. Joe Flacco as comeback player of the year. Flacco played extremely well and was a surprisingly bright spot for a dark team. I'm glad to see him get some recognition for it here. The rest went fairly chalk as we had CMC coming away with offensive player of the year, Miles Garrett takes defensive player of the year, and CJ Stroud blew all other rookie quarterbacks out of the water this year and came away with offensive rookie of the year. We stayed in Houston for Defensive Rookie of the Year as Will Anderson won those honors. Something special is definitely on the horizon for this Texans team. Lastly, we had Cameron Hayward coming away with the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Next, we'll touch on the Hall of Fame class for 2024. We saw Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers, Patrick Willis, Randy Gratishar, and Steve McMichael all make the 2024 Hall of Fame class. Now this class really makes me feel the hands of time as I remember watching most of these guys play. However, I am too young to have watched Randy Gratishar play, but as a Broncos fan, obviously I've seen his highlights and he's somewhat of a legend around here. I'm happy for him and all of these guys. With that said, that will wrap up the recap from the NFL Honors last night. Let's go ahead and take a quick break right here. Welcome back. Now it's time to dive into the actual matchup between these two teams. Let's start off with the strengths and struggles for this Chiefs offense. The strength of this unit is obviously Patrick Mahomes and his ability to just win. His connection with Kelsey and Rice will no doubt be a priority. But where this team differs from previous iterations is their ability and willingness to actually run the ball with Pacheco. This puts a ton of stress on opposing linebackers. Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw should have their hands full here. Depth is where this unit may struggle. Outside of Rice and Kelsey, their receiver room is a bit of a question mark. MVS has made some big plays this year, but he's also missed some big plays. Same can be said for Justin Watson. If the Niners are able to shut down Rice and Kelsey, this offense may struggle to move the ball. The 49ers defense, on paper at least, matches up well against this Chiefs offense. However, we're still waiting for that dominant performance from this defensive line. Chase Young and Nick Bosa 
will need to stay patient and disciplined on the outside against both Pacheco and Mahomes' scrambles. This unit is supposed to be the strength of this defense, yet I can't help but feel like this may be the matchup that Kansas City tries to exploit, much like Green Bay and Detroit both did a few weeks ago. It's a very likely possibility that Pacheco has a monster day. As for the 49ers offense, their strength is their depth. At any given time, this unit has four or five legitimate weapons on the field. This depth, combined with Shanahan's mind, can lead to a lot of mismatches that I expect them to exploit. There's no doubt that we should see a heavy dose of McCaffrey running behind Trent Williams, but added to the mix should be a lot of misdirection runs and screens to Debo on the outside. We also can't forget the fact that Brock Purdy showcased his ability last game to move the sticks with his legs also. This team has a ton of threats on the ground, and unlike the Ravens last game, I expect the Niners to stick with their rushing attack. The Chiefs' defense struggles to stop the run, therefore the best shot I believe this unit has is to hope Mahomes and their offense throws up points early and forces this Niners team to be one-dimensional. I actually think this is the matchup that will determine the outcome of the game. If the Niners are able to establish their rushing attack early and control the ground game, they should win. However, if this comes down to a shootout, the Niners can hang, but we all know that Mahomes is the shootout king and KC should win. Ultimately, I think Shanahan doesn't try to outsmart himself and plays to his team's strengths, leaving 28-3 behind him as he and his team stand victorious atop the dais. Now remember, I am a Broncos fan, so of course my opinion is biased. Take that into account if you decide to involve money. Speaking of money, let's go ahead and head on down to my best bets for the last time this season. For my straight five bets, I have CMC to score the first touchdown, and then I have Isaiah Pacheco, Travis Kelsey, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle to all score an anytime touchdown. For my parlay bets, I've decided to do two. One three-leg parlay for the ground game, and one four-leg parlay for the passing game. The first parlay consists of the following legs. The first leg I have CMC over 128 all-purpose yards. The second leg I have Isaiah Pacheco over 60 yards rushing. And the last leg I have Debo Samuel over 25 yards rushing. For the second parlay, I went with Travis Kelsey over 60 yards receiving as the first leg. George Kittle over 40 yards receiving as the second leg. Brandon Ayuk over 50 yards receiving as the third leg. And for the last leg, I have Rasheed Rice over 60 yards receiving. Now I have not been able to hit a single parlay this entire playoff season this year. I'm hoping that we can close out this season on top. And with that said, that will do it for today's episode. I will return as usual on Tuesday to recap it all. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.